Hi everyone, thanks for joining me again on Redefining Caregiving. This is Samantha Dam, and I'm here today to mm, shed a little bit of light, a little bit more facts on, uh, well not just facts, but basically my opinion about this mask wearing business uh, for the elderly and people like my mom. I had a visit with her uh, about two weeks ago and it didn't go so well. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't nice either. And I explained that in this podcast today. You probably have a story of your own. I would love to hear from you. If you want to share with me, I would love it because, you know, we're all in this together. And even though we feel uh, isolated in so many ways, uh, we really are still in this together. We're just in it in a, in a different way. So I hope this podcast helps you to understand that you have more rights than you think. You know, you actually do. I went on the the website for CDC and there are there's a lot of information on there that when you're in public we tend to just give in to peer pressure and we do we want to do what's right so we follow all these crazy rules and you know sometimes the rules don't apply to us and we need to know what those rules are so anyway that's what today's podcast is about and I hope you listen in thanks I want to share something today with you that was well I posted a a post the last time I visited my mom um, and it had been a while since I had because of the COVID thing and we really can't go into the facilities anymore as you probably know if you have someone that you're caring for you're probably just as frustrated as I am about the whole um, visitation our rights and everything around it um, I understand it more than anyone probably based on the fact that as a caregiver we care about people and we care about their the people we love more than anything. Um, so when when we discuss the whole topic of wearing a mask, it it seems crazy for someone who, to know you're a caregiver. It seems crazy to me someone would say, don't you care about whether they get sick? <laughs> and I've heard people say this to other people too. And I'm like, what kind of a question is that? First of all, it's it's it, there's so much judgment in that, isn't there? <laughs> I think there's this thing called mask bias, you know? It, it goes to extreme and and I'm, I went on the CDC website, the Center for um, Disease Control, and I started looking up some of the like the guidelines because they actually have them on there. And boy, are they funny! I mean, not to make light of wearing a mask, but they are pretty funny. If you just go on CDC.gov, coronavirus slash 2019, uh, you'll look, you'll see all kinds of funny-looking pictures and stuff of all the types of masks that you aren't supposed to wear and the ones that you should wear, uh, like the ones that are too loose with large gaps or that fit too tight, not they're not tight enough. Okay, so then they have pictures of people, little cartoon pictures of people, like a little grandma wearing a, a knitted fabric when like she hand crocheted, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm laughing at these pictures because. One of them actually says, don't wear a mask that is made of plastic or leather. I'm <laughs> thinking there's a time and a place for everything, but I don't know if any, there's ever a place to wear a plastic mask. But basically I say this because we're dealing with all kinds of people. You know, there's so many people who don't even have what I refer to often as common sense, but there are a lot of people who don't have common sense. And I'm not being judgmental, it's just a fact. And so when you hear somebody say something like that, please just don't even respond if they say, well, don't you care whether they wear a mask? 
just don't even respond to that sort of comment because it's judgment and you don't want to play the game you don't want to go into it with them because it's it's just it's it's futile because it doesn't even go anywhere except for make you more frustrated and and we already are frustrated with the fact that we have to wear these masks and the reason why i feel frustrated around wearing masks is because when i wear a mask myself if it's not a thin enough mask i can't even breathe i have difficulty with my breathing and so you know people laugh that oh bologna you don't have people just say that so they don't have to wear a mask judgment again like you don't know anything about anyone else's life and you're judging whether somebody should people get so hostile about the whole topic right and so i just want to bring a little bit of light to it but also shed some light on the whole subject of wearing a mask when you're dealing with someone who is an elderly person like my mom she's like 77 now and she, her dementia, she's had it since age 59. She's really at the stage where she can't, she may not even recognize who I am. She cannot take the mask off and on herself. She doesn't even know why the mask is on her face when she's wearing it. And I say all this to tell you about my visit back to the beginning where I said, yeah, I posted something on Facebook that showed a picture of my mom wearing a mask and it was like sliding off her face. Now one of the pictures was her fist literally she put her fist up to her mouth and started pushing the mask into her mouth. And I'm assuming that she thought it was food because it was on her face. Like she's, she's not really coherent, you know, she's not able to understand. So here's how the visit went. So I, I pull up and, uh, to go see my mom. I walk in and I felt like I was like going into a, some sort of prison because there were so many signs on the wall. I, there's the door was locked, you know, um, I had to call a number and have them open the door, go to the front desk, and there's a scanner there. They take my temperature, which I expected, but then I had to ask, you know, sign on this, this um, like an iPad that was set up for me to answer all these questions. I mean, it took me like five minutes to answer all these questions about um, COVID-related stuff. and So I finally got that done. And then I was able to see my mom. So they, they said, now you need to go back outside and sit in that table over there on the chair. And it was behind this uh, fiberglass like wall, you know, and over top of this uh, outdoor table. When they scooted mom to the table in her wheelchair. So I was, you know, like six feet away, table between us, fiberglass there. And I'm thinking, how am I gonna get her to even notice me? You know, so what I did was I put some music on for her and it was a beautiful sunny day, but it was so awkward. And they had the sanitized uh, a container with sanitizing um, stuff in it. And I thought, well, why do they even have that there if you can't go in to see anybody? Like you can't go in, why is he even there like, use this? I'm like, I can't even hold her hand, right? So I was told I can't talk to her, I can't, I can't touch her, I can't reach out to her. I can only talk to her. Well, when you're six feet away with the fiberglass thing on and you're outside and there's traffic, good luck. She couldn't hardly hear the music turned up full blast on my phone. So I put some Creedence, Creedence Clearwater on for her because she loves Creedence and I, and I could see it did, you know, she heard it a little bit and she started kind of like just a little bit of a smile, which really made my day because I, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm affecting her in a positive way. But then her mask started slipping off and I wanted to just uh, you know, automatically go help her with her mask. And at the same time, um, there were two employees that walked by me and they walked past me on the sidewalk, you know, within just a foot. They weren't even separated themselves, but they were heading off to go take a break and obviously down the street somewhere to go get lunch. I found that out because when they came back after I was visiting with mom, <laughs> you know, why even call it a visit? <laughs> I was sitting with mom outside 
staring at each other wearing masks and having difficulty breathing and watching her have difficulty with the mask on. Um, it was just frustrating. There, I felt like there was no meaning to it at all. And it was, to me, it's nonsensical. It's so crazy and it, it doesn't make any sense. Basically, you can't even touch the person who's already living in a prison. If, you're, if your loved one has dementia or Alzheimer's, they're already in their own hell. I mean, in their brain, they don't even have the ability to communicate to you. Uh, whether they can breathe or can't breathe, whether they hurt or anything. So here we are, I feel like it's torture. And that's why I came home and looked up the rules on here to find out what the rules really are for people like my mom. And I'll get into that in just a second because I wanted to explain to you something that even made me more upset. And that was that when uh, those two people came back, they were caregivers, they were walking back by, by my side. And as they came by, I said, hey, you know, mom's mask is falling off. Can you at least, like, I'm like, this is crazy. I'm asking you after you've been on a break, they're carrying, uh, they're carrying uh, like soda pop from where they went to had lunch. And so who knows where they're, where they've been, They've obviously been exposed, you know, she didn't put sanitizer on her hands or anything, but she just reached over, I asked her if she could help mom with her mask, because I knew I couldn't, and if I even got up to do that, I would probably be told I could never come back there again, which really wouldn't matter at this point, but I, I just didn't want to offend anyone, so I sat there and said, could you please just fix your mask? And she was so kind, she fixed mom's mask, and I was so appreciative, and I said, wow, that's exactly what I wanted to do, uh, thank you for doing that. And they said, oh, sure, no problem. And then they pulled their hair back. I said, that's exactly what I wanted to do too. And kind of straightened up her hair. And, and I was like, wow. I said, the only thing I can't do is put hand lotion on her hands because her hands look so dry and she's itching them. And I said, I'm sure you guys will get around to that later. And they smiled and went back into the building where I would want to go visit my mom. And I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was thinking, this is so nonsensical. I say that word because it just is like... It, it explains what this is. It's nonsense. They came back just like they go home and they go to their families and touch their kids and spend time with them, come in just like I would, and they can care for my mom, do physical stuff with her uh, and activities. And I can't even hold her hand if I sanitize it. I could be wearing a hazmat suit and they still wouldn't let me in her room or to, near her. And this is why I'm doing this podcast because I'm sure there's many of you if you're listening to this, and I appreciate if you do listen to my podcast, because, you know, I just, I want to share with you, uh, the I, I want to share with you that I get so much of what you're going through. Um, and I think that it's really important for us to at least be validated sometimes by other people who are caregivers who have these frustrations, and there are things you can do about it. And so today's podcast is about that. I'm going to tell you something I found out. And that is when they t they came out abruptly and said, okay, time's up. And I'm like, okay, I felt like we were in a prison, like, like visiting someone in prison. So she, off she went with her mask half off her face. And I thought there's something to change here. I went to my car and I just started crying. I had to cry. I just couldn't believe it because I thought about how long is this going to last? What if my mom passes on and I don't ever get to even touch her or see her? And she, I thought mostly how sad it is that she gets to go back inside inside that place where who knows I have no idea what kind of interaction she's having anymore I I'm her guardian you know she she asked me to protect her I promised my stepfather that I would protect her when he passed away I found out though 
and here's the good news. There's some good news in this is that, you know, if I wanted to go visit my mom again, I thought there's no way I'm going to sit there and, and not hold her hand. There's no way I'm going to not do it. So I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> I know I am because I'm going to reach over if someone sees me and I'm going to be holding her hand because I'm not going to let her go without at least trying that. Um, and I recommend that, you know, I'm not saying go out and disobey all the rules, but when they're nonsense like that, here's what I want you to do. Follow your heart. Speak up. Please speak up. Because the more people who speak up, like I saw um, on the news, I saw this man was describing the same thing. He has love of his life, you know, has Alzheimer's. And if you go to my Redefining Caregiving um, page on Facebook, you'll see that I posted his story. And he was he, in the same, he's describing exactly what I'm describing to you, how insane it is. And his wife has just deteriorated her health because of the isolation. Because the isolation, I mean, it's crazy to say, well, we don't want them to get sick. Of course we don't. But we also don't want them to suffer every day. So I'm going to wrap this up here. I know it's going a little bit longer than I expected, but I want you to know that there are guidelines for people who who can, don't have to wear masks. And I want you to know this because I did not know before I went to see her. I, I don't know why I didn't look it up, but I just didn't. And so here it is. It says, who should or should not wear a mask? Who should wear a mask? Everyone two years of age and older should wear a mask. Two years and older. I'm thinking about all these kids. That's another, that's another podcast. That's another podcast right there. Um, and when they are around people who do not live in their household. So wear a mask when caring for someone who is sick with COVID, whether at home or in a non-healthcare setting. And it goes on, you can read it yourself, but basically there's also, this is the part I wanna focus on. Who should not wear a mask? Children, okay, masks should not be worn by children younger than two years old. I don't know how they came up with that number. I have no idea. Um, anyone who has trouble breathing, um, a lot of people. So can you imagine what, maybe you should put a sticker on your shirt that says, I have trouble breathing. I have this, like you have to share your medical information. Do you remember when HIPAA was important, HIPAA laws? Like you, now you have to stand six feet away at a doctor's office and they'll say, what's your address? What's your phone number? Why are you here today? They should have a wipe off board that you could actually write it on that nobody else sees because the, all this stuff is just creating such a violation of our human rights. And that's another podcast, but anyway, I'm just going to tell you the last thing, last two things here. Anyone who is unconscious, this is the most important one, incapacitated or otherwise unable to remove the mask without assistance. Bingo. Okay. I was so happy to read that because it's sad that people are in these situations where they're even asked to wear a mask. Uh, wearing masks may be difficult for some people with sensory, cognitive, or behavioral issues. So many people have behavioral issues. And also, who wants to talk about it out loud in public when someone says, oh, why aren't you wearing a mask? Well, because I have behavioral issues. I have uh, cognitive problems. I, and you think they're gonna believe you? Like, they're not gonna care. They're just gonna yell at you. Most people just out there, if they're asking you to begin with, they're just sticking their nose where it doesn't belong. Um, if they are unable to wear a mask properly or cannot tolerate a mask, they should not wear one. This is the CDC. Now, this is the guidelines that you need to know about because it says right here there's adapt adaptions and alterate uh, alternatives. Sorry, I'm getting all worked up. <laughs> Should be considered. So, like maybe just get a shield or something, or keep a distance more, um, or just stay home. You know, uh, I need you to know this. So you do have rights. And, and when I was talking with the gal who uh, is in charge of my mom's care the other day. 
I said, well, you know, I want to come see my mom, but I don't want her to be sitting outside in the freezing cold. That, that seems crazy and I can't touch her. And Plus she has to wear a mask. And she goes, yeah, she does. And I went, no, she doesn't. And she goes, yeah, everyone has to wear a mask. And I said, not according to CDC. And I felt so good to know what I needed to know. I, I just felt empowered. I said, no, because she's, she's not able to remove the mask herself. And you understand the guidelines for CDC, right? And she said, yeah. She goes, yeah, you're right. Your mother does not need to wear a mask. So I hope you stayed till the end of this podcast and learned something today that you have some rights. And so when you go visit your loved one outside or anywhere, they do not have to wear a mask. Go look it up. Uh, They may not have to. Uh, Now, we do want them to be protected, so you should be wearing a mask, of course. But at least you know you don't have to sit there and stare at them while they're like wondering why they're wearing a mask. It's so uncomfortable and so it's just unfair. It's, it's a violation of their human rights and a violation of your own that you can't even touch them with a sanitized hand. But that's another podcast for another day. This has gone on too long, but I think that you guys appreciate the fact that I, I love my mom and that I wanted to share this with you so that maybe, hopefully, this will help you um, be more encouraged to go visit your loved one. Even if you feel like it's, it's in vain, it's not going to help. It will help if they hear your voice. It could help. And you know, the point is there's no one else going to do it but you, right? Like you're, unless you have other family members who are doing it. But basically, if you're feeling like draw that you want to go see someone you care about and you keep on hounding them and you keep telling everybody, you know, they're going to eventually see that people want change. I hope anyway, but you can create your own change by making people aware of their rights on cdc.gov. Look it up. And, uh, I don't know if you need to carry around birth certificate for your kids or a two, (laughs) But I think you could just tell people if your kid's not, you know, maybe behavioral issues and and sensory issues. Those are things that you know about. It's none of their business. And I need you to just understand that this is all going to be good. Everything's going to be great. Life is what you make it, okay? But when we're informed, boy, does it make a difference. It really can make a difference for your life. Okay, guys, I'm going to let you go now and wrap this up. It's been 19 minutes. (laughs) Sorry for the length of it, but I hope you guys are taking good care of yourselves and part of um, taking care of yourself is remembering to include yourself in the care that you give every day. So don't forget to do that every day. Take five minutes at least just to sit down and be with yourself. Do some meditation and get outside, get some fresh air, get some natural vitamin D. Okay, you take care now. Bye-bye.